Welcome to the second edition of our Coach's Corner. Uh, I guess you'd call it a, a special thing we're doing, obviously. And Brian Newbert did make an appearance last night and uh, on his rap video. But we want to give a little post-game analysis of, obviously, a Purdue's five-point loss to Indiana. And uh, Coach Dave Wood joins us, and we really appreciate your time. And you've walked in these shoes before. Uh, I can remember a game in 1988 uh, when Purdue was ranked second, I believe, and went down to right. a very good Indiana team. Kind of a similar situation in some ways. Uh, you lost that game. Uh, it was your first Big Ten loss that year. You only lost two in the in the season. But, again, my point is, after a tough loss like that, uh, you can't get down 15 points. I think you guys in the game in 88 were down, what, 20 33 uh, to 12, 33 to 12 <laughs> at one time. Coaches don't forget that. My point is hard to overcome what happened in the first half yesterday in Bloomington, but Purdue almost did. Yes, they did. Um, that's a very difficult atmosphere uh, to play in. Uh, you have to experience it uh, to, to understand it. Uh, and Purdue uh, really did not play very well early, especially turnovers, especially yeah. free throws, uh, uh, two things that have been uh, produced strengths, uh, and, and that was not very good. Uh, but I think give Indiana a lot of credit. Uh, I thought their physical defense uh, really bothered Purdue. Uh, um, and uh, uh, in the second half, Purdue played much better. Uh, you know, some of the emotion wore off, but uh, – you you have to be there to understand, and I think Purdue's team will will be better as a result. You know, we talked offline, but I think a very interesting comment, and not that we're focusing on teams that Purdue can't beat, but per teams that Purdue, Purdue has struggled with. And I thought you had an excellent insight about a game early in the year. There are three teams that you look at, the two losses, and another game you're going to mention here that uh, – there may be a little bit of a common thread in terms of something and, and basketball teams. It's all about, you know, this more than anybody. It's about improvement. Today is the 5th of February. If Purdue's going to do what it wants to do this year, it's got to get better. It hasn't, it hasn't, it can't have self-actualized as a basketball team just yet. Uh, and that's part of the story, but tell us a little bit about what uh, your perception of that, because I thought it was very interesting. Well, I think that uh, styles make games. Uh, and every team has a has a style. Every team has an identity. And uh, when you look at the two games that Purdue has lost to to uh, Rutgers and Indiana, uh, both of those teams are very physical, very athletic, uh, defensive minded teams. Uh, and then we look at uh, the the rest of the, the schedule, and, and and Purdue has beaten some great teams. But if we look at one that maybe they they should have lost could have certainly could have lost yeah. it was Marquette uh, at Mackey Arena and and uh, when you look at Marquette as as they have evolved and as you know uh, coach Smart is a is a very very defensive minded coach yeah uh, interesting we uh, my wife and I went to a game at Marquette uh, this year and and the score bounce deflections mm -hmm. <laughs> enough uh, I've never seen a I've seen a, a place where that happened. It was true. They count deflections, defensive deflections. Uh, Marquette uh, relies on them, and and that's probably the team that gave Purdue the the most uh, trouble uh, before uh, we got to the Big Ten season. And they are that style. You look at Portland, 
and 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 the opponents, Purdue's opponents are are, are West Virginia, Duke, and Gonzaga, and and Purdue people, uh, uh, you know, talk a, a lot about Duke. Everybody in the country talks about Duke and Gonzaga and and those victories, but the team that gave them the most problem in Portland was West Virginia, yeah. and it's because West Virginia is a is a physical, defensive minded team. Uh, that type of team is, is the type of team that Purdue needs to, uh, as you say, improve. They've got they've got to improve. They've got to find ways to uh, to uh, beat that kind of team. Did they they went to Michigan State and beat them? Yeah. Same type of team. Um, but some of those are going to be coming up, and it's that's an interesting, I think, contrast when we talk about their next game against uh, Iowa in a little bit. Well, let's talk. We'll talk. Go back to the Indiana game just a little bit. And I thought Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer, like you talked about, uh, uh, maybe had a little bit of ch were challenged by the physicality of it all. Indiana was kind of, for lack of a better term, beating up or certainly dealing with Lawyer in that fashion. And and that's what you do. Is if Mike, you can't blame Mike Woodson for doing. You know, that's what you got to do. I think against Purdue and prove that the, these guys can play. And they both did some good things. Smith made a key turnover at the end of the game that uh, he probably would like to have back. But uh, I guess it also, from a coach's perspective, it's all about how much they grow from this experience and, and what happens. What did you see from their play yesterday, though? Uh, I think you're very accurate. I think uh, the physicality bothered uh, and was very effective, especially against uh, Fletcher yesterday. Um, yeah. But uh, – uh, what what Purdue has really really done well offensively uh, in the last month is 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 a high ball screen uh, Zach Eady on Braden Smith's man and let him create offense and he has been phenomenal doing that. Think about all the all the times he he penetrates and throws the ball up and Z's dunked it over the last month. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That that yielded uh, in the lane one basket that I recall uh, yeah. uh, in yesterday's game. And so, again, give credit to Indiana. I don't know what they did necessarily, but I think some of their physicality and, and their rotations uh, uh, stopped some of that. Uh, Braden will learn. Uh, you know, in, in those situations, he made a couple of mistakes, and, and he'll certainly learn from that. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's – They'll they'll continue to work that I think Purdue will and uh, they will improve as a result. You again as a coach experienced it. I understand this may be a little bit of apples and oranges because you had a senior laden team with Troy Todd and Everett in 1988, but that mental part of losing a game, even though Purdue was an underdog yesterday, you know people forget that uh, one and a half point underdog. But how do you deal with that part of it in terms of making sure you don't turn one loss into two? And obviously Thursday night is going to be an extremely challenging game, at least on paper. Iowa is just that kind of team. Maybe not the physical nature, but they're certainly got some athletic athletic ability on the wings and can run up and down the court on you and can shoot it from all positions. But what what's the strategy from a coaching standpoint that you try to do to make dang sure that you don't that you don't turn one loss into two? Well, you fight human nature, frankly. Yeah. Uh, when you win a big one or when you lose a big one, you fight human nature. But over and over and over again during the course of the season, I'm sure Matt Painter has talked about one game at a time. Yeah. Um, even when even when uh, the team is winning, 
one game at a time. It's go to the next thing, move on to the next game, move on to the next game, no matter what happened, move on to the next game. And uh, they will uh, evaluate uh, a video and, and decide uh, where some things uh, didn't go so well and try to improve on, on that. But it's, it's, uh, if, if you dwell on what happened previously, uh, no, I don't care who it is, especially in the Big Ten, uh, yeah. you're going to have a big problem. And and I, 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 you know, I think it is their mantra that they move on to the next thing. Frankly, Alan, basketball is a game where you yeah. have to move on to the next thing. In baseball, you swing hard three times and you go back and sit down, and a half an hour later, you get to try it again, right? Uh, in basketball, you've got to you you've got to make you got to go to the next thing right away. You don't have time to, to worry about whether you did something well or did something poorly in the game because the game continues. And so that's, that's the way the game works. And I think that's the way coaches minds work. Now you talked about Iowa and obviously Chris Murray is uh, taking uh, cue from his brother because he's turning into that level of a player uh, and maybe have that opportunity at the next level before long. Tony Perkins has a big game. They had a nip and tuck game with Illinois on Saturday uh, that really never got more than about five points between the two teams throughout the course of the game. Illinois also playing well. Of course, Purdue doesn't have to play them until the 5th of March. But talk about Iowa a little bit and, and again, that challenge because, uh, yes, they don't have anybody that Purdue's got to maybe pick and choose at spots or, or dominate inside. But Iowa's going to be a real tussle, I would think, on, on Thursday night. Uh, they are very unique in their approach. They are a they are a freewheeling, shoot it from anywhere. Uh, uh, like you said, score from every position on the yeah. floor. Uh, and and they are a very they have been a very offensive minded team under Fran McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to probably pay dividends for them and be a problem for them. Uh, I, this is a this is a very unique matchup because there there's no way Iowa's gonna I don't think uh, effectively guard Zach Eady. Yeah, they're 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 gonna really really struggle with that. But it's gonna be a challenge for Purdue to guard Iowa. Yeah. Uh, you know, a big key is is I think keeping them out of the lane on penetration because when when they create uh, rotations. Uh, it, it's very difficult to get to their shooters. They share the ball. They they are all very confident. It's and it's interesting as I watched them a couple times early on. The one guy I thought that maybe we could back off of a little bit was was Tony Perkins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he you know he's good. He gets thirty two yesterday, so he's certainly on a roll now. But uh, it's going to be Purdue's power inside against Iowa's freewheeling. Uh, free-flowing uh, offense. Um, the other, interesting when you contrast yesterday's game with with what's about to about to happen. Purdue had a lot of turnovers and they had a lot of live ball turnovers. Right. Uh, turn the ball over in live ball situations against Iowa, and you're going to be in big, big, big trouble. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be that, that way in terms of in terms of that. Uh, uh, it will be a very interesting game in Mackey Arena on Thursday night, uh, and one that uh, you know Purdue's still in good shape and still really good shape with with, with respect to the Big Ten. Uh, but I think it's also interesting when you look at Rutgers, you look at Illinois, you look at Indiana, you look at Iowa. I understand only one of those teams right now, I believe, is ranked, and, and Rutgers came back to beat Michigan State. 
after a very poor first half yesterday. My point is, those are four really dangerous teams come NCAA tournament time. I mean, it's the Big Ten and dangerous teams for Purdue uh, throughout the from now through the Big Ten tournament. I mean, all the all those all five of those teams, in my view, could win the Big Ten tournament once you get to March. No question. And all five of those teams could make noise in the NCAA tournament. Like I said, uh, uh, I, the Big Ten, I don't know. I think it may be because Purdue's been really dominant that and everybody else is beating each other that that uh, nationwide they haven't gotten the respect that they deserve. But as this thing plays out, uh, I think the country's going to find out that uh, that the Big Ten is solid and has a lot of good teams uh, top to bottom. Um, and uh, that, that's going to be a lot of fun uh, going forward. Yeah, I think the thing with Purdue, too, is that Purdue's been able to remain whole for the most part uh, with uh, with injuries. Uh, you know, uh, Indiana had a, has had a couple big injuries. They've over, you know, Race Thompson did come back, but didn't really have a big role in yesterday's game. Uh, though uh, you, a guy you know well, Trey Galloway, really played well in that contest. But Illinois Agreed. had a couple, you know, Matt Meyer didn't play against Indiana. Uh, this is, uh, and, and I was had, had some, you know, with, with, uh, uh, McCaffrey being out for a while too. My point is once all these teams get whole, uh, you just have to hope if you're a Purdue fan that Purdue can remain that way, but it's just not going to, it's my point is there's no cakewalk for Purdue, despite Purdue's uh, only to having two losses, in the big 10, it's going to be a challenge all the way through, uh, no matter how far Purdue goes, uh, in the NCAA tournament. It's just, uh, that's the nature of college basketball. There are a lot of good teams in the country. Uh, I yeah. think the, the big thing with, with, uh, this year is there is no dominant team. Uh, there are a lot of, are really, really good teams that do it different ways, and, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun when we get to March for sure. All right, Coach, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, uh, working on Sunday, we appreciate that, and always your insight, uh, very well done. We'll look forward to more uh, after we'll be after that we'll we'll be back in on Friday after the Iowa game and looking ahead to another interesting game as Purdue will play Northwestern on Super Bowl Sunday. Another very interesting, different style team that on paper shouldn't be a problem for Purdue, but, but Boo Booey and others can, can, can do, can do big things. That's what's but fun. Is, and but I, is the only team that's beaten Indiana on their home court this year. Exactly. And, and I guess that's my whole point too. And I, and I understand in Purdue world, there's a lot of gnashing of teeth when you lose to your rival and you're, and you had a chance to come back, but Man, enjoy the ride. This is fun basketball, and there's interesting basketball, and I think it's going to be that way for Purdue and for a lot of other teams all the way up into the first week of April. Absolutely. All right, Agree thanks so much, me. Coach, and we'll look forward to another edition of this next uh, on Friday. And for the rest of you, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, or if you're watching this early on Monday, have a great week, everybody. Thanks again.